Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. In exactly nine days, there is going to be a really big event for the cryptocurrency markets. A lot of people either don't know what this event is, so it's just not even on their radar, or if they've heard about it, it's likely that they don't know exactly how it's going to impact them, which is exactly what this call is going to address. So at the end, I'm going to tell you, number one, what is due to happen in about nine days? And number two, what it means for you if you are a crypto investor, holder, trader, or just someone who's interested in finding out more about the markets. All those people will be impacted by this news in about nine days, this event. Before we get onto that though, we're going to look at the BTC, ETH and altcoin market charts to make sure we're comfortable with exactly what is happening for each of those different areas. Then we're going to go into the top headlines in the crypto news today. And wow, has there been some very big and important headlines today in particular. So if you check out the one day BTC chart, you'll see that there's been some crabbish and slightly downward price action and we are currently struggling below the 20k level and in fact we have been having this kind of crabbish price action for about nine days straight now. Traditional markets, of course, were mostly closed in the US in observance of Labor Day but even despite that there's been a lack of conviction in the markets definitely. Probably one of the main sources of a lot of nervousness is the fact that in traditional markets, gas prices are surging and the euro and pound are slumping after Russia shut down gas flows to the main Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany. The decision has created more uncertainty in Europe going into the winter months. The Stock Europe 600 index fell about 1% and traditional markets in the US were, of course, as mentioned, mostly closed in observance for Labor Day holidays. But this energy crisis, these ongoing geopolitical tensions between Russia and the Ukraine is going to be a downer or a heavyweight on the cryptocurrency markets for as long as it pursues. And of course, a heavyweight or downweight on every type of risky marketplace. So it's not just crypto currency markets is also going to be equity markets in particular tech stocks. In contrast, Ethereum has been on more of an uptrend, continuing to outperform BTC. This is a pattern that we've seen with Ethereum for some time now and shows that there are unique or bespoke factors contributing to Ethereum's rally at the moment, which are separate to what's happening with Bitcoin. Finally, the altcoin markets are benefiting from probably some of this Ethereum rally and the BTC flat action as opposed to a strong downward action. And we have seen some rallies. Notable winners amongst the uh, high performers were Polkadot, which has been up around 4% at points of the day and Chainlink, which was also up about 4% at points during the day as well. So altcoins have a bit of uh, wiggle room, if you like. Now that we've done a run through of the markets, we move on into the top headlines in the news until we then continue to the big event that's coming up in about nine days. So stable coins as a currency are designed to minimize volatility by pegging to a more stable asset, most commonly the US dollar, and they are a central component of the cryptocurrency ecosystem. According to CoinGecko, the total market capitalization of all stable coins sits at around $153 billion. The top three largest stablecoins are Tether, USDT, with a market cap of $67.5 billion, USDC with a market cap of $51.8 billion, and Binance USD or BUSD with a market capitalization of $19.5 billion. 
in what some market participants are interpreting to be an attempt to increase market share, Binance, the creator of BUSD, is now moving to prioritize its stablecoin over other key players on its exchange. Binance announced that from September the 29th, it would convert existing balances and new deposits of stablecoins USDC, USDP, and TUSD to BUSD, its own stablecoin. In addition, Binance will end trading pairs against BAUSD and USDT for other major cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum and the three stablecoins mentioned previously. The stable-to-stablecoin pairs will close on September 26th, whereas the stablecoin-to-crypto pairs will close on September 29th. USDC is the second largest stablecoin by total supply, and the USDC-USDT trading pair saw the 11th highest volume on Binance in the last 24 hours. A very bold move indeed from Binance and remains to be seen how this is going to play out in the crypto markets. Certainly a large proportion of people will be impacted by these changes. Speaking of changes, we now head over to a very big but positive for crypto change in politics. Politics is an inescapable part of every society whose influence on cryptocurrency is still trickling around the globe in its infancy. But sometimes with working with what you've got is easier than rowing against the tide. So what has the UK got now that the Prime Minister has been voted in? Yesterday, Liz Truss beat Rishi Sunak in the race to become the UK's next Prime Minister. It was decided by a party vote after Boris Johnson announced his resignation in the summer. Truss is a free market purist and darling of the right wing, despite starting out as a liberal democrat. So why should you care about this in crypto? Well... Liz has been very vocal with how she stands on crypto. The former chief secretary to the treasury tweeted in 2018 in favor of crypto. She highlighted the need to move regulations that restrict prosperity. Reading her tweet now, we should welcome cryptocurrencies in a way that doesn't constrain their potential. Liberate free enterprise areas by moving regulations that restrict prosperity. Hashtag policy change, hashtag future freedom, hashtag shake up. What's more, as Secretary of State for International Trade, she launched a digital trade network. And in a 2020 House of Commons debate, she talked about the economic opportunity of working with the US on blockchain. Although crypto might not be at the top of her priorities, some firms are already pleased that she'll be in office. Crypto exchange Luno told Decrypt that they were looking forward to design a regulatory framework with her team. The jury is still out. Trust is a politician who voted Remain and has been known to change her mind on more than one issue. But at least for now, it seems like she is a vocal advocate of blockchain, digital assets, cryptocurrency, and is a great figurehead to have as a global political leader who will not only influence the UK's stance on cryptocurrency, a very large wealthy economy on its own, but help to set the stage for how other economies and countries will approach cryptocurrency as well. Our next headline takes us to South America, where a Brazilian financial regulator barred the Singapore-based crypto exchange Bybit from brokering securities. We've also had the news that Poolin, one of the largest Bitcoin mining pools, suspended withdrawals as part of an effort to preserve assets and stabilize liquidity. So we've done the top headlines in the news, we've looked at the BTC and ETH markets, and now that leads us to the point in the call where we're going to discuss what is happening in exactly nine days. You may have guessed already, but in around about nine days is when the Ethereum merge is due to happen. Ethereum, as we know, has outperformed BTC in recent months, likely in anticipation of the planned merge upgrade to the Ethereum blockchain. 
City has recently shared a research report that we can use to help understand what the merge is going to mean for investors. The merge, the switch from a proof of work to a proof of stake consensus mechanism, is the first of five enhancements planned for the blockchain, and it's expected to happen later this month. This is the first point that a lot of people neglect or fail to account for. The merge is not the final destination for Ethereum. In fact, it is a five-stage process, and there are many, and arguably some more important, upgrades to come after the current one that we're waiting for. We have seen that prices doubled in the four weeks to August 14th as equity markets regained poise and Ethereum developer Tim Bako hinted at September 19th as the deadline for the long-awaited Ethereum merge. The merge is likely to cause a drastic reduction in ETH supply and bring a store of value appeal to the cryptocurrencies. The merge is currently slated to happen sometime around September 15th. Ether has gained 43% since the post-lunar crunch in mid-June, while its main competitors have lagged, with BTC declining 1.4% over the same period. The bank observed that ETH gained following previous upgrades, but not relative to Bitcoin, and while it has outperformed recently, it is hard to say how much of the merge is priced in. Perhaps the most comparable event was the launch of the Beacon Chain in 2020, a defining moment for the transition to proof of stake, where ETH posted strong gains. City notes that while there have only been three similar events in Bitcoin's history, there has been a tendency to rise in the ensuing 50 days. While BTC halving events only have halved block rewards and as a result net issuance, ETH issuance is expected to decline by as much as 89%. So all in all, the point made by this report is that previous historical evidence, uh, both in Ethereum and Bitcoin, has previously led to uh, prices rallying or increasing. But I would add to this that past performance is not a guarantee of future success. And whilst valid points are made in this report, it is worth remembering that just because something happened a certain way in the past is not a guarantee that it's going to happen the exact same way again in the future. So whilst the Ethereum merge does bring a lot of positives, a lot of opportunities, a lot of good technical upgrades for the blockchain itself, is there is no actual guarantee that the price is going to experience a big rally. And adding to this is the fact that it's not guaranteed or sure yet how much of the move has already been priced in or factored for. In other words, the amount of people who would buy because of the merge, it's not clear if they've already bought and therefore if a lot of that upward pressure has already been factored into the prices today. In any scenario, I will be continuing to watch what's happening with ETH, staying up to date what is happening with the ETH merge, and generally staying up to date with every market event, news, development that could happen the crypto, to the crypto markets. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Au revoir.